Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Hi there, I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Berizaki once again for Growing in Grace. It's nice to have you walking along with us here as we just come together for another week. Take about 15 minutes to share about the gospel, try and encourage one another a little bit, and hopefully maybe even learn just uh, something a little bit new that you weren't aware of before. At least that's our our hope and our goal as we grow in God's grace. Joel, good to have you along. Hey, it's good to be with you, and it's it's good to talk about this stuff because, you know, you and I, man, we can walk the walk. But can we talk the talk? That's (laughs) what I want to (laughs) know. You're losing. I just want to know, hey man, <laughs> we've got it in us to walk it. Can we talk it? Just turning things around there. Yeah, good one. Well, you know, uh, I haven't been exercising much lately, so even walking the walk has been a little tough for me. I think I, I this is the truth. I, I washed my wife's car yesterday. I didn't even take the time to wax it. I just washed it, and I'm sore. <laughs> is that a bad sign? Well, I know at your age, you probably probably did it with a walker too, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe Moving from one out. window to the next. Hold on. Too much bending down there. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to talk this stuff out. I'd love it. I'd love it every week. And I know that, uh, our two or three listeners probably love it too. <laughs> well, you and I have done radio for quite a few years. Uh, we're not doing too much of it anymore except here at Grace Walk Radio. So we, you, you know, to, to reach two, three, four, five listeners for us would be a, <laughs> a miraculous thing. But, Joel, we've been in Ephesians for uh, a while now, perhaps even, I guess, a couple of months. Is that possible? I think forever is probably too long of a word, but mm, close. <laughs> we'll get through this pretty quickly, though. <laughs> we're partway through uh, Ephesians chapter 3. We were talking about a revelation, uh, or I should say a mystery that's been revealed, which is a type of revelation, I guess, revealed by the Spirit of God to the Apostle Paul who began to teach and preach so that the church, the believers, could also understand the mystery that Paul was talking about. Ultimately, we're talking about the mystery of Christ, which is no longer a mystery because it's been revealed. And I think we left off around um, verse 11 and 12, where uh, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him, Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Now, I don't know, Joel, have you ever had it where you were afraid to approach somebody? It could have been um, somebody of importance, maybe even your boss. Uh, could have even been a parent or some other authority figure. I mean, uh, suppose you and I were to try to approach the President of the United States right now. We go to Washington, D.C. together, and we just kind of go knocking on the front door of the White House, which, of course, you can't do. But that, and that's my point. Um, how easy would it be to gain access to the President of the United States? Well, we have access at any given time with, with confidence to be able to approach uh, God the Father thanks to the, the finished work of Jesus Christ. Confidence. Now, there's a good word. I love that word because... In and of myself, all my life long. I mean, I've always been, I've always been afraid of stuff like that. It's not, I don't know if it's necessarily a fear or, or, or what it really is, but even when, uh, when I was young and, and relatives would call, when they would call our house, 
uh, maybe it was my birthday and they'd want to, and I just didn't want to get on the phone because I was afraid I wouldn't know what to say or, or for whatever reason. I don't know. I've, I've just never had, uh, a, a type of conversational confidence with people. It's just what, it's just the way I've always been and it's cool. It's all right. I don't, it doesn't overwhelm me in life or anything like that. But, um, one thing that I've never had uh, to lack in confidence in ever since I've, known about this grace and this goodness of God is that I can come before my God uh, boldly with confidence, with assurance, because not only is he my God, but he's made himself my friend. He's made uh, He's made himself readily available to me by the blood of Jesus Christ. We have access to God. We have this full access all the time because of his grace, because of the blood of Jesus. And there's nothing that we can do uh, to lose that. There's nothing we can do to gain any more of it. It's just been given to us freely. And Paul had the wonderful experience of having this mystery about the blood of Jesus revealed to him and then to get to share that uh, with, with everybody. That would be an awesome thing as well. Well, I'll bet there are some people listening right now. You may be in the ministry, uh, maybe even full-time, or maybe you're just a lay person, or maybe you're just a believer like me where you're just trying to, to gain more of God more that more of the knowledge of the gospel and that that grace that you want to you want to grow in it so much but I bet there are some people out there from all walks of life who struggle with one of the things that I really struggle with Joel and that's this very thing I know in my heart that God really truly does love me unconditionally I know that I have a confidence to be able to approach him at any time and I also believe that there is power given to the believers to be able to walk in supernatural faith, and even to see manifestations of that power take place uh, whenever it's needed. Uh, I don't always see that in my life or in the lives of other believers I know. And I think part of my problem is sometimes, you know, back in, in my, um, before I came into a greater knowledge of grace, my, my roller coaster Christian life was very much dependent and based upon how well I performed. Mm-hmm. And if I spent a lot of time in prayer and reading the Bible, I felt confidence in my faith. I felt really confident. I felt like I could go out and win the world and, and heal the sick and raise the dead. Uh, that's just how I felt. And, and I still experience that to a certain degree. If, if I feel like, um, it, there's this line that I keep going back and forth over and, and it's, uh, beginning to put confidence in myself and what I've been doing. Or do I put the confidence in, in the finished work of Christ and and um, and the, the confidence that, that we have in that? And, and I struggle with that sometimes. I think you're not alone. I know what you're talking about because, like I was saying, even even though I have this this confidence to talk to God anytime, to go to Him in boldness, indeed, I think it's true that I and I know a lot of people just like you, just like me, we're all alike in that we. I think it's just natural in this world. The, the whole world system has to do with confidence in self and or, or lack thereof. I mean, when we walk in the flesh, I mean, we could have a lot of confidence in the flesh or we could have a lot of times where we're not so confident in what we can do and we tend to fall back on that. And so our confidence becomes, again, you know, whether whether we can whether we think we can do it or whether we can't. And so. We can have still walk in that roller coaster, but when it is indeed, it's a line of going back and forth uh, between 
confidence in the flesh or confidence in the spirit. And as we've said a lot of times here, it's uh, probably a matter of, of renewing our minds, keeping ourselves renewed, and even coming to him boldly and saying, Father, I keep going back and forth. I keep doing this because you know, it's just the way that I've been, and, I'm, and I want to know you more. I want to walk in the spirit, not according to confidence in the flesh. Would you cause me to do this? Would you, by your grace, cause me to do this? And another thing I've always just uh, trusted is the fact that it's a life it's a lifelong process that uh, as as far as I think I may have come in the last decade or so or as far as I think I have yet to go I know that God is the one who began the work in me and he's the one that's going to complete it he's going to he's the one that's going to take it to completion and so in that respect I know that whether I keep going back and forth on it I can rest I can rest in the fact that he's doing the work and that he'll carry it to completion. It doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't solve everything, but it, it gives me, at least in my life, some reassurance just to know that even though in my former life as a Christian, my mess-ups were a matter of did I sin? Did I do some big sin? Nowadays, the times when I feel I've messed up is when I've gone back and trusted in myself, and I, I just ask God to help me to keep walking in the Spirit, not according to the flesh. And it's so easy to get caught up in trusting in yourself, and not knowingly sometimes, not consciously, but uh, you hit it on the head, Joel, I think, in, in, in renewing our minds. Paul encouraged us to do that, you know, uh, trans, being transformed, the renewing of our minds. The, the, the mind is still kind of a battlefield, I think, because like I said, there, there, there's, this, uh, there's this knowledge that I have inside of me, in my inner man, my spirit understands but there's times where my mind wants to tell me something else, and uh, I think just uh, the best way to renew your mind is, is with the truth of God's Word, and um, so that's just a little encouragement there. Yeah, and that's what makes it, you know, what's, what makes Bible reading, you know, like we've talked about in the past, it changes it from being a duty to being something that helps us to grow and to, to know God. It's not such a duty. Um, but I still struggle with that, too, because there's a lot of times when I want to know God. I want to know about him. I want to know who I am. And I'm too lazy to pick up my Bible. <laughs> or I just I just want to sit there and, and ask God to reveal things to me and not pick up my Bible where I could find some things. And that's another thing, too, that it's just a matter of asking him you know, to, to help us daily to walk in that spirit so that we'll look at the Bible and see those things or that we'll look around at us at the things in life that God is showing us uh, that we wouldn't ordinarily see. I'm kind of, kind of getting off track there again, but, man, it's it's just a lifetime of growing in, in this grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, as you said, uh, reading the Bible, it shouldn't just be something that you do just because it's the right thing to do or out of duty or obligation. Uh, sometimes we might even uh, leave people with the impression that, You'll starve to death spiritually if you don't read the Word and, you know, some of that stuff. But to me, the Bible is like an eternal newspaper. If I never turned anything on, Joel, radio, television, newspaper, if I don't have any access to information in today's world, I'm not going to know what's going on. Well, to me, uh, God's living Word is not just a book. It's alive, and, and, and it's powerful, and it's always able to reveal something new because it is God's Word. And, and so I, I kind of look at it as, a way to get information, to get knowledge and, and understanding of something that I may not have without it. 
and and kind of going along with that and as we as we finish up here got about a minute minute and a half left or so and as we uh, finish up Ephesians chapter 3 here there's something that Paul prayed it was a prayer of Paul's uh, for the people that he was writing to and I, it's something that we can all pray for each other and it's something that we can pray for ourselves and as we just kind of read this uh, starting in Ephesians 3:14 Paul says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God that was Paul's prayer and it's it's something that we can pray for ourselves when we feel like we're lacking in in our knowledge and in and in knowing this you know that the width and the length and the depth and the height of God's love yeah you you can't measure it and but it's it's something that you can latch on to and get to know and um we just hope that you'll be able to do that uh, during the course of this next week and throughout the rest of your life because God wants to reveal more to us. He does. He does indeed. And and let's let's ask him to, to do that in us uh, for ourselves and for each other. Thanks again for listening to Growing in Grace this time. Uh, we'll be back with you again uh, for more talk about growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.